Welcome to another episode of About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo, always broadcasting from the Cellmark Studios, along with Colleen Daniel and the About Mansfield News team. Coming up today, it's Mansfield News, Sports, and Weather for the upcoming week. And a little later in the episode, you will have a chance to win a $25 gift card to a local Mansfield eatery with our Mansfield trivia question, courtesy of Joe Jenkins Farmers Insurance. Let's take a look at the stories we're covering this week. Early voting has begun in the school board runoff election. The Mansfield ISD Nutrition Department is looking for a few good workers. New carpal tunnel procedure brings relief to long-suffering patients. In sports, Lake Ridge softball wraps up their state tournament as Legacy Baseball advances to the big show. Coming up in the features section. I'm science reporter Dennis Webb, and today I'll talk about the wheels on Mars later in the science segment. Just in time for swimsuit season, Methodist Mansfield has opened a new weight loss and wellness center. I'm Angel Biasati, and we'll find out more later in the episode. I'm Beth Steinke, and today I'm going to share a strategy for lowering your mortgage payment so you don't want to miss this important information on the Mansfield Real Estate Report. In this week's Cocktail of the Week segment, I'll be talking about a cocktail that is super easy to make ahead of your next happy hour or even your next party. We have the seven-day weather forecast. And in the talk segment, Steve talks with Selmark CEO James Sellers. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and information. This is About Mansfield. What do you see when you look at your trees? Beauty, shade, strength, long life? Trees can be destroyed instantly by great storms and over time by microscopic organisms and not to mention causes between those extremes. Trees can't complain or even move out of harm's way. They depend on human care. Nobody is more qualified to provide that care than the experts at Bartlett Tree Experts. Their specialty is preventive care, the kind that's the most cost-effective, the kind that is the best value in arboriculture. Bartlett representatives and Technicians are trained and backed by the scientists of the Bartlett Tree Research Laboratories. They are your neighbors, completely knowledgeable about local trees and shrubs. For a free inspection from your local Bartlett Arborist, call 1-877-BARTLETT. Their advice is free and you're under no obligation. Your trees and shrubs are a large part of your property investment and deserve the best care. Bartlett Care. Call a Bartlett Certified Arborist today. 1-877-BARTLETT. Or visit online at Bartlett. I'm Dr. Joseph Adams with Calibration Chiropractic and Functional Health. And if you or your loved one is suffering with headaches and or migraines, we invite you to come sit down with our team and see if we can find a solution. What we know about migraines is that they're a complex neurological disorder and there are many different triggers and appropriate treatment requires a team that can address all those factors. So if you or somebody you know is suffering from migraines, we invite you to come into the office and sit down and have a conversation with us and see if we can help you. Calibration Chiropractic and Functional Health, 408 South Main Street in downtown Mansfield. I'm Philip Washington, Chief Investment Officer of Stonehill Wealth Management and host of Wealth Building Made Simple podcast. First book I read in college was Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and it changed my life. And since then, I've read tons and tons of books on money. And what I've done is taken those lessons, simplified them, and I talk about those lessons on my podcast, Wealth Building Made Simple. So come hang out with us. We're on every major platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on YouTube, Wealth Building Made Simple. Hi, I'm Michelle Newsom, Mansfield School Board Trustee, and you're listening to 
About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield. Just when we thought we had cast our final ballot until November, up pops another election, the last one for a while, as early voting began on Monday for the runoff election for MISD School Board of Trustees Place 3. Dr. Benita Reed and Craig Tipping are the two lone names on the ballot. Election Day is scheduled for Saturday, June 18th. About Mansfield interviewed both Dr. Reed and Tipping prior to the May elections, and you can revisit those interviews by logging onto our website, aboutmansfield.com. Click on the Local Campaigns tab. If you've been watching the news over the past year, over the past several months, you know that there's been a shortage of workers, not only around Mansfield, but all over the country. And one of those places where there is a shortage is within the Mansfield ISD and particularly in the kitchen. With us on the phone is Rita Denton. She is the Director of Student Nutrition for Mansfield Independent School District. Rita, welcome to About Mansfield. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Tell us about the opportunities that are available within the the Mansfield ISD, particularly in the nutrition department. Yes. So many great opportunities that we have within Mansfield ISD. Um, Everything from in the kitchen to custodial to transportation. Um, We have openings in all of those areas for the 22-23 school year. Um, particularly in the kitchen, we have cook uh, available, um, available slots. And so the cook position, we call it a food specialist, um, and all different varying lengths of shifts are what we are looking for. And really all the way around geographically, we have positions open, um, everything from elementary schools to high schools. Um, and we are looking for passionate people. You don't necessarily have to have cooking skills. Um, to enjoy cooking is is helpful, um, <laughs> yeah, but you don't. <laughs> sure. Yeah, but you don't have to have any kind of um, professional experience, or um, you don't have to know how to make duck all orange to to work for. Okay. <laughs> no, you do not. We will train ground up, and but we're looking for passionate people and people who definitely like kids. Um, our starting wages are pretty competitive. Um, the other great opportunity within. Um, our division within the school district is the flexibility. Um, And what I mean by that is we do have set schedules every day, Monday through Friday, but a lot of parents are able to take these types of shifts because they are able to drop their students off in the morning, come into the kitchen, get a good shift in, whether it be four hours, five hours, six hours, um, and then they're able to get off of work in time to go pick up their children. Is the food prepared at one particular location or throughout various campuses? That's such a great question. We do prepare the food at every individual site. So these types of positions are doing everything from um, chopping romaine to preparing different salad entrees to panning up chicken nuggets to baking rolls, um, all, all of the food preparation is done at each site. So we do have 46 kitchens. Wow. Um, and that supports all of our different, yes, I know, <laughs> little known fact, that supports all of our different campuses. Um, and it's, it's a really fun team. It's a really energetic team. We do work incredibly hard, but it is a very, um, it's not one of those that you would consider as a thankless job. You do get that immediate love from the students, from the teachers. Your hard work is noticed, and that goes a long way. On an average day, how many meals are we talking 
district-wide? Coming off of this past school year, we were doing 24,000 school lunches and then anywhere from seven to 8,000 breakfast meals. And that's district-wide. So every campus is a bit different. Um, some of the elementary serve 300, whereas some of the high schools are serving over 1,000 lunches. If someone yeah. wanted to apply to help out in the kitchen, where would they go? They would need to go to our Mansfield ISD website, and there is a very nice, easy-to-follow Join Our Team link, and that will take them to the jobs page. And on there, they would be looking for a food specialist. That would be our position. But like I said, there is other positions throughout the school district, paraprofessionals, um, special ed aides, transportation, um, and then, of course, the student nutrition. So food specialist. If folks have, um, say, fast food management or anything like that, they are also welcome to apply for the assistant manager position. Um, and we would be really happy to interview them for assistant manager opportunities. Give the MISD website again. MansfieldISD.org. And it's the Join Our Team. Amazing district, amazing benefits, just all around a great place. Uh, one other thing is that these positions are off on weekends. They're off on evenings. They are off on all of the major school breaks, like spring break and Christmas break. All of those t- times, these positions get to enjoy with their families. That's Director of Student Nutrition, Rita Denton. Appreciate your time. Thanks for being on About Mansfield. Thank you. Doctors at Methodist Mansfield Medical Center were the first in Tarrant County to perform a carpal tunnel release procedure using ultrasound guidance. During the procedure, the surgeon uses ultrasound, the same technology used to view babies in the womb to see inside the patient's wrist. Using a single incision, the surgeon can cut the carpal ligament and relieve pressure inside the wrist, all while the patient is awake. The first patient to undergo the procedure at Mansfield Methodist was a 73-year-old Cedar Hill man who spent most of his career typing on a keyboard. Thomas Gray believes that repetitive motion is probably to blame for the years of pain he has been experiencing. His carpal tunnel syndrome was so severe that he had to use a pair of pliers to twist open a bottle of water, and when he heard about the ultrasound opportunity, he jumped at the chance to try it. Just six days after undergoing the release procedure, Gary was able to twist open a water bottle with ease and is expected to have his other wrist done in the next few weeks. Methodist Mansfield's Dr. Sean Garf is the first physician in Tarrant County to perform the ultrasound-guided release and is one of only six doctors in Texas offering the minimally invasive alternative. In sports, the Lake Ridge softball team fell just two runs shy of a state championship on Saturday as the Lady Eagles fell short to San Antonio O'Connor 7-6 in the 6A championship. Lake Ridge nearly pulled off back-to-back victories over nationally ranked teams as they defeated the number 5-ranked Deer Park to get into the state tournament. State champions O'Connor is ranked number 6 in the country. Lake Ridge is the first school in MISD history to send a softball team to the state finals. 
On the baseball diamond, Legacy is headed to the state championship tournament as the 32-9 and Bronco boys pulled off a huge comeback on Saturday. Trailing 9-1 to in the seventh inning, the Broncos scored 12 runs in the top of the seventh and went on to beat Alito 13-9 in Game 3 of the Class 5A Region 1 baseball finals. Legacy takes on Friendswood this Thursday at 4 p.m. at Dell Diamond Stadium in Round Rock in the 5A semifinals. Just a quick reminder that if you know of any news that's happening here in Mansfield, shoot us an email to news at aboutmansfield.com. That email address again is news at aboutmansfield.com. Please include your name and telephone number in case we need more information. This Friday is National Black Cow Day, which recognizes an ice cream float beverage, also known as the root beer float. The beverage made with root beer and vanilla ice cream was also called a black cow. Frank J. Weisner of Cripple Creek, Colorado, gets the credit for inventing the black cow way back in August of 1893. One night as Weisner, the owner of the Cripple Creek Cow Mountain Gold Mining Company, was staring out the window and thinking about a line of soda waters that was producing for the citizens of Cripple Creek, he came up with an idea. The full moon that night was shining on the snow-capped Cow Mountain, reminded him of a scoop of vanilla ice cream. He hurried back to his bar. He added a scoop of the creamy vanilla goodness to the children's favorite soda, Myers Avenue Red Root Beer. And when he tasted it, he knew he had a hit. Let's head on over to the weather desk to see what the forecast will be like for black cows, brown cows, Hereford cows... Perhaps a black Angus or steer? (laughs) Or two. Colleen? Let's take a look at the weather for the next seven days in Mansfield, Texas. It's summer, and it's going to feel like it this week. We're looking at a high on Wednesday of 95 degrees, Thursday 97, and on Friday, we're projected to have our first 100-degree temperature of the season. The average first 100-degree day is July 1st. Friday night, a cold front will come through, and we'll be down to only 93 degrees Saturday before we head back up to 96 degrees Sunday, 98 degrees Monday, and 99 degrees on Tuesday. The Tarrant Regional Water District reports that Mansfield sprinklers can stay off this week. Last week's deluge in Mansfield left plenty of moisture in the ground for some time to come. And don't forget that using mulch around trees and shrubs is a great way to lock in that moisture. For more watering tips, visit waterisawesome.com. Coming up after the break, we turn the page to the features section. Today, we're talking science, health, real estate, home improvement, and rounding it out with the cocktail of the week. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and information. I'm Colleen Daniel, and this is About Mansfield. Hi, this is Roger of the Roger and Beth team at Century 21 Judge Fight. The real estate market is far more dynamic today than it has ever been, with values changing quickly. Now is the time to get an update on your real estate portfolio. We are offering a no-cost, no-obligation real estate portfolio review to all About Mansfield podcast listeners. Visit our website at homesinmansfield.com to learn more and to stay on top of what's happening in your neighborhood. Thank you for allowing us to serve you as your go-to Mansfield area real estate resource. Again, that's homesinmansfield.com. Hi, this is Joe Jenkins with Joe Jenkins Farmers Insurance, specializing in auto, home, commercial, and life insurance. 
I was born and raised here in Mansfield, Texas. We're active in the community, and Mansfield's a town we really care about. Our office has over 30 years' experience in the insurance industry, and we're passionate about what we do and about customer service. For a free quote, please visit our website at joejenkinsinsurance.com or give us a call at 817-472-6058. Once again, that website is joejenkinsinsurance.com. Hey, it's Steve Casillo. I want to take a second to tell you about Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio. It's where we record and produce the About Mansfield podcast episodes. Podcast Mansfield is a full-service studio with recording, editing, mixing, and mastering capabilities, and can even help market your podcast. Podcast Mansfield is home to such great locally produced shows, such as Ask Philip, Daughter of the Other Woman, Stir the Pot, He Loves Me, He Loves Me Not, and we are TPM, just to name a few, and also handles post-production duties for remote clients, such as Coaching Through Chaos out of San Diego and Military Resource Radio out of Detroit. So whether you're a hands-on person who just needs a place to record your podcast or need advice from concept to completion, Podcast Mansfield is there to help. Conveniently located on Heritage Parkway just off of 287 in Mansfield, mention the About Mansfield podcast and record your first episode at no charge. For more information on starting your podcast, or if you're looking for a better place to record, Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio can be found on the internet at podcastmansfield.com. At Methodist Health System, every person we treat Good morning, class. is a vital part of the communities we call home. Table for two. That's why we're dedicated to exceptional, innovative care. From robotic surgery and advanced oncology, to helping you find a healthier path. And hold that pose. Three, two, one. Being there when and where our neighbors need us. The doctor will be right in. That's community. And why so many people trust Methodist. Hello, this is Mayor Michael Evans, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield, your audio newspaper. Let's open up the features section. Let's head on over to the science desk where roving science reporter Dennis Webb takes us back to Mars and talks about worn out wheels on one of the Mars rovers. Dennis? Thank you, Steve. This is actually an old story, but I only heard the conclusion in a random thing in my social media feed this week. The Mars rovers all have three pairs of wheels, each wheel having its own motor. An unusual suspension system called Rocker Bogey allows them to climb slowly over a lot of Mars terrain. Eight years ago, the Jet Propulsion Laboratory controllers of the Curiosity rover did a planned photographic survey of how the robot looked after its highly successful initial two years of crawling around Mars. They did this survey as part of an evaluation to see if they could extend its operation for another few years. They were surprised to find fractures and gaping holes in the surface of the thin aluminum wheels, though the treads and major structure was all intact. This had not been expected, as this design had been exhaustively tested on Earth terrain to be tough enough to last longer than the rest of the rover. So the future of the rover depended on answering three questions. How did this unexpected damage happen? Second, how bad does the damage have to get before the rover can't move? And third, is there anything we need to change about how we drive the rover to extend the life of the wheels? JPL was still designing the next Mars rover, then called Mars 2020. It is now called Perseverance, and that's the one with the little helicopter. And if they could figure this out, Percy's wheels might be built to have less of this wear. 
It was important to figure out this out quickly, so as NASA often does, they formed a tiger team of experts about the system design and testing to answer the questions. I've been on NASA tiger teams before, but never anything quite this cool. A little about Curiosity's wheels. Each of the six wheels is machined from a single piece of aluminum to provide a lightweight but very structure that looks kind of like a laundry basket. The major gripping happens with the raised treads, none of which had broken. Between the treads is a very thin, flat layer of aluminum, not to support the weight of the rover, but to keep the wheel from getting mired in very loose sand. This had worked really well on the earlier but much smaller and lighter rovers called Sojourner, Spirit, and Opportunity. So here's what the Tiger team figured out. First, what was punching holes in the space wheels? Simple answer is pointy rocks. It was as you would expect, laughter and mocking. You mean you did not think there would be pointy rocks on Mars? Tiger team scowled back at the critics. Of course we did, but these are very special pointy rocks. More laughter. Curiosity's wheels were designed and tested to go over all kinds of rocky terrain. Various mixes of sand and rocks small enough to drive around the bigger rocks. If you drive over a pointy rock and the sand rubble, the weight of the rover generally pushes a pointy rock down out of the way. In recent months, however, Curiosity was driving over a new kind of terrain, bare bedrock. Unexpectedly, there are lots of pointy rocks sticking securely out of this bedrock, and they don't just lay down. These different pointy rocks meet the thin sheet of aluminum, and the weight of the rover pushes it through to make a hole. On the second question, can this lead to failure of a wheel that would keep Curiosity from moving? The answer was yes. They figured this out by driving a copy of the wheel over simulated bedrock with stiff pointy rocks back here on Earth. This idea probably surfaced early in the Tiger team and they quickly had a flight quality wheel grinding away on the simulated bedrock until they could see how the wheel would fail. The pointy rocks were more successful poking a hole in the center of the surface of the wheel and eventually the wheel would split in half. There's a great picture of a young JPL engineer showing this damaged wheel, again the size of a, a, a round clothes basket. The half mechanically tied to the motor will still drive just fine, but the now loose partially attached half would flop around, probably shorting out cable runs near the wheel or jamming the side of the wheel that did work. We don't want to run to this failure. The final question, what can we do to extend the life of the wheel and avoid this damage? As there is no way to change a tire on Mars, the simplest thing is not to drive over pointy rocks that won't be pushed out of the way. You can do this if you can recognize the hazard and choose a pass without these pesky pointy rocks. And they have now figured out how to use Curiosity's own cameras and the Mars Orbiter's cameras from space to estimate the train, vis-a-vis -vis stiff pointy rocks. There was a nagging question of why the rear wheels were not getting damaged, and this led to another insight. The front and middle wheels were taking all the damage because the suspension system was pushing these wheels into the pointy rocks. The back wheels later rolled over the same stubborn pointy rocks with no damage. It turns out if you drive the rover backwards, the suspension no longer pushes any wheels into the pointy rocks. This is great, but it slows down the science and navigation as Curiosity was designed to drive with the other end forward. So the mission planners and rover drivers had a new set of constraints in driving Curiosity around, and she's still rolling now eight years after the Tiger team's work. Curiosity was originally designed to work for two years, and she's still rolling around now at age 10. Very clever, these JPL space boffins.
Oh, and from all this new learning, they were able to redesign Perseverance wheels, they don't look much different, to reduce this failure mode. I suspect her rover drivers still try to steer clear of stiff, pointy rock terrain. If you have any questions about science, send an email to info at aboutmansfield.com. From the Science Desk at About Mansfield, I'm Dennis Webb. Want to shed a few unwanted pounds before summer? Angel Biasati is here to tell us about a new weight loss center in today's Methodist Mansfield News to Know. Let's start taking steps toward a healthier life with the newly opened Weight Loss and Wellness Center. I have with me today Dr. Nancy George Cuddy. She's medical director of the new center, a board certified in family medicine and obesity medicine. She's an exceptional physician who has achieved a well-med perfect five rating, the highest CMS award for the care of Medicare Advantage providers. She can help you take steps toward a healthier life. Dr. George Cuddy, tell us about the new Weight Loss and Wellness Center and what is different about this center compared to others who help individuals like Jenny Craig, Weight Watchers, Slim for Life, Red Mountain, and so many others. Angel, that's a great question. This clinic offers a comprehensive, holistic approach which offers nutritional counseling, psychological counseling, physician-led regimen, and fitness counseling to get weight loss going and maintain it at an excellent price point. I understand this clinic offers a weight loss plan that is customized for each individual. Yes, this clinic offers a unique weight loss plan specific to each individual based on their own body composition scan. That's what also makes us different from the other clinics. We have a body composition scan, which can actually tell us what your skeletal muscle mass is, your fat mass, your water intake. Everyone's body is unique to their own, and their body composition scan allows us to offer certain exercises and certain nutritional counseling that's unique to every individual. Does that mean that once my composition gets filtered, you know exactly when I'm supposed to eat and exercise to lose weight? Well, it gives us a better idea and how many calories you need to stick to, what kind of exercises, whether it depends on resistance exercises or it's more cardio that you need to focus on. So it really gives us much better information on what we need to focus on and create that individualized regimen for each patient. What's the cost of this program? So starting cost, the initial visit actually starts at $50. You actually get the body composition scan, which is three minutes, and then you also get to meet with the physician for almost 40 to 45 minutes so we can discuss what your body composition scan consists of. I certainly know how difficult it can be to reach out for help, especially after years of diet and exercise. How can people schedule an appointment? So we have a great scheduler, Ashley. Um, so you can reach us at the Methodist Weight Loss and Wellness Center, and the phone number is 682-242-7526. That's Methodist Mansfield News to Know. I'm Angel Biasati, reporting for the About Mansfield podcast. Realtor Beth Steinke is here and files this week's Mansfield Real Estate Market Update. Let's be honest. Most people do not really understand what all those documents were that they signed at the closing table when they bought their homes. I was definitely guilty of that when I bought my first couple of homes, too. I knew that this is what I had to do to get a house, and I wanted a house, so I signed. And I had to learn a lot of real estate and mortgage lessons the hard way. Today, we're going to talk about mortgage insurance. Who has it? How much is it? And can you get rid of it? 
First, what is mortgage insurance? Just like all insurance, this is a protection against something bad happening. In this case, your inability to pay your mortgage. However, this insurance does not benefit you. It benefits the mortgage company that loaned you the money. Think of it this way. If you're putting 5% down on your new house and the bank is putting up 95%, who has the bigger financial risk? Definitely the bank. So the bank requires that you have mortgage insurance and the amount and length of that requirement will vary by the type of mortgage loan you have. I'll break that down a little further for you in a minute. So who is paying mortgage insurance? If you put less than 20% down on your house when you bought it and you did not use a VA or USDA loan, you are probably paying mortgage insurance as part of your monthly payment. Those premiums can range between $100 a month up to $400 a month in addition to your PITI, that is, principal, interest, taxes, and insurance. If you have an FHA loan, the mortgage insurance is bound to your payment for the life of the loan or until you refinance. Right now, if you were going to look at refinancing, you'd find that your payment would likely be higher because of the rising interest rate environment, even if it might drop out the mortgage insurance. In the case of an FHA mortgage, it may be best to continue to pay your mortgage insurance premium. You can look at those numbers with your mortgage professional to make sure. However, if you took out a conventional loan to buy your home, you may be able to get your mortgage insurance removed and therefore your monthly payment lowered. For conventional loan products, the mortgage insurance is automatically removed when you hit the 22% equity position on your home, estimated usually between 8 to 10 years into the life of the loan. But if you've been tracking the value increases with us here weekly on the podcast, you know your Mansfield home has grown your equity position significantly faster than that. If you purchased your home within the last eight years and put less than 20% down when you bought it, it may make sense to start the process of removing that mortgage insurance. Start by calling your current loan servicer, not the people who issued you your loan or your mortgage loan officer, although they can provide direction if you need it. Call your current loan servicer and tell them you'd like to have your mortgage insurance premium removed. They will either run a desktop appraisal or have to order an official appraisal. That can run you between $600 and $700, but if you remove a $300 monthly payment two years early, that certainly seems worth it to me. There is a sweet spot for doing this, and right now that is someone who's been paying on their 5% down conventional loan between two and seven years, sooner if you put more money down at closing. So make the call, and then let me know if you were able to save some money on your payment. I'd love to hear your success stories and how much you saved removing your mortgage insurance early. Now let's get to the Mansfield real estate market update for this week. As of Tuesday, June 7th, there are 72 active and available homes for sale in Mansfield, excluding new construction. Homes range from a mobile home offered at 275 with a list topping out at $2.3 million, where there are seven homes priced over $900,000. A quick check of homes that closed last week in Mansfield shows that we had 30 close at an average of 104.5% of list price. Are there real estate topics you want to learn more about? Send us a message here at info at aboutmansfield.com. For the About Mansfield podcast, I'm Beth Steinke with Century 21 Judge Fight. Shaken or stirred, either way, you know it's going to be good, as Brian Certain is serving up another Cocktail of the Week. This week's Cocktail of the Week is the Iced Tea in Paradise. And since this Friday, June 10th, is National Iced Tea Day, I thought I would find a cocktail that has iced tea as part of the ingredients. And boy, did I ever. Not only is this cocktail super easy to make, it's a crowd pleaser. 
But don't ta- worry about taking notes as I'll be giving out the ingredients and instructions and always posting them on bourbongospel.com. This week's cocktail is the Ice Tea in Paradise. The ingredients you'll need is you'll need two cups of Lipton strawberry watermelon iced tea, a half a cup of mango juice, and two ounces of vodka. The cocktail is really just as simple as stirring all the ingredients together and then topping with ice and chilling. As always, I'm open to hear your take and your input. You can reach me at bourbongospel at gmail.com. And until next week, as Mark Twain said, too much of anything is bad, but too much whiskey is barely enough. Reporting for the About Mansfield podcast, I'm Brian Certain. Congratulations to Jim Daniels, who was the first person to email the correct answer to last week's trivia question. What did Earl C. Driscoll do for a living? According to the North Main Street headstone itself, Earl Claude Driscoll was a newspaper man and started his journalism career in 1907 when he joined the staff of the Fort Worth Star. It's time right now for the highly coveted, wildly popular about Mansfield trivia question. The first person to email the correct answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com will receive a $25 gift card to a local Mansfield eatery brought to you by Joe Jenkins Insurance. Whether you're looking for homeowners, auto, commercial, or any other type of insurance, Joe has helped Mansfield area residents understand the insurance coverage that best fit their needs since 2010. You can find him on the internet at joejenkinsinsurance.com. Let's get to this week's question, Colleen. Well, Steve... This week's trivia question is for those who love numbers such as degrees, minutes, and seconds. The question is, what are the latitude and longitude coordinates for the intersection of Broad and Main Street in historic Mansfield? Email your answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com. Again, what are the latitude and longitude coordinates for the intersection of Broad and Main Streets in historic Mansfield. Good luck, and thanks to Joe Jenkins Insurance for the gift card. Welcome back to another segment of About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo as we make the transition from news to talk. And it's been about a year and a half, maybe really close to two years since we've had this this uh, guest back uh in the studio and thought we would have him back because some things are going on. And we, James Sellers, welcome back to About Mansfield. Steve, I'm so glad to be back in the studio. I thought that you were keeping me away, (laughs) Um, but it's good to be back. I think uh, last time um, we kind of turned the tables and I got a chance to, it was at the time, I can't remember, but last time I was here, I think we're talking about um, got a chance to get your background. Anyway, that was my favorite podcast today is hearing your story. You did the, the, the setup to that was I asked you to be on the, on the podcast and I asked you to bring five questions that you would like me to ask of you. But you didn't say it like that. You said, bring five questions. (laughs) And when you arrived, you said, well, would you like to see my five questions? And I thought, well, well, yeah, because I don't know what questions to ask you if, I don't have the questions. And yeah. you said, well, wait a second. I thought I was going to ask these questions of me. Yeah, I thought I was it, doing the interview. <laughs> so back then, I interviewed you, and then we turned the tables, yeah. and you interviewed me. And that was actually two separate uh, podcasts. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Back to back. A lot. Uh, by the way, to the listeners, James is the CEO of Cellmark Corporation, and you 
So not only are you the CEO, you're also my landlord. And oh my gosh, that's uh, <laughs> such an awful thing to hear. But I guess technically, <laughs> technically, that is one way to look at it. Okay. <laughs> I like to it, say that we work underneath the same roof. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> that uh, as I've mentioned in in probably a year and a half now, every week on the podcast is that we're broadcasting from the Sailmark Studios. Right. And I, and you know the rents are going up. So we got to talk about that maybe after the podcast. I, or maybe we can renegotiate a, a contract here, the on next air. year's lease right here on the air. <laughs> All right. We're going to keep it the same. We're keeping it the same. No no change. We're good. What well, I wanted, well played, sir. Well played. What I wanted to do was bring you on the show because I know that things are happening here at, at Sailmark. As I, as I drive in every day, I know there's, there's an expansion going on in the back. And uh, what his is affectionately known as Cellmark 3.0, and uh, there's really the 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 existing part of the bu- the building is is getting a facelift as well. People are painting walls in here, and and uh, the the parking lot has been redone. And and what's going on? Well, actually, what we are finally able to achieve is a vision that we had when we first broke ground. Uh, here and and we were able to stay in Mansfield. So, you know, we knew that we had to focus on the market and we had to be utilitarian in our approach. At that time, you know, we had to be very careful about overspending and we had to make sure that whatever we spent was going to serve our customer well. So really the front part of this building was all about serving the market and doing that as as well as, po- you know, as good as possible to provide as much value as possible. But we also knew that we can't get anywhere without our employees. You're right. So we wanted to eventually you know, our goal was to eventually be the best employer ever. You know, we want to try to reimagine that relationship between worker and um, and a company and realize that we're all trying to do the same thing. We're all trying to live a meaningful life. We're trying to innovate. We're trying to create. We want to provide great experiences for customers and really want to be the best that we can be. So we knew we wanted to do that. We couldn't do it initially. The other thing we wanted to do is we wanted people to remind that we wanted people to be reminded of why we create the products we do. And the back faces a creek and has these beautiful trees and green grass. We want people to see nature and remember that what we do is really bring people into nature. Mm-hmm. So when you think about what Selmark is, it's really the between the front, which is the market delivering the products, the market in the back, which is getting people outdoors to have experiences in nature. Some arc is what brings those two things together. So we really bring the market outdoors. So that was kind of the big concept. But then we thought about what's necessary to make that happen. And I don't think people really obsess enough about what's, what is the type of work environment that's necessary to unleash the you know, great creative passionate work. Right. And the thing is, I think that we're, we're unfortunately um, sometimes so focused on the momentary results of work and about the monetary output, um, which is an indication of what you serve the market. So there's absolutely, that's absolutely fundamental. You can't build or do anything without capital, but people are, have so much that they can offer and so much more they can do when you give them a big, bold opportunity but then also provide the chance for them to come together and to share their ideas and then a place to, to, to keep well. I mean, for lack of a better way to say it, you know, people are working themselves to death because they're staying sedentary. Uh, they live in cubes. Uh, they don't talk to one another. And then they eat fast food and unhealthy f- lifestyle. And well, if, and a lot of, yeah. a lot of that took place during COVID where 
you had to stay in your cubicle. You had to stay masked. You had to stay six feet away from everybody else. And yeah. from what I'm hearing, because I, I, I moved into this building during the height of COVID of, of uh, 2020. That's and, right. Yeah, you came in when everything got weird. <laughs> and, about, and about half of the employees were working from home. The other half were really keeping their distance. Right. And, and so now people are getting a little closer to each other. But uh, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, it's interesting is, you know, we, we started looking at what type of environments, you know, unleash the human potential. And then also what type of environments make ha people happy. Um, and one of this, you know, these themes, I've seen some studies. And again, I, I'm not going to be able to cite this scientific study, but they're looking at longevity and longevity based on health and happiness. And I don't know if you've ever seen any of those studies, but you know what they found is the best correlation between longevity and happiness? I bet you're about to tell me. Yeah, I am. And okay. it is people that are connected to other people, friends, family, in the community. And they said one of the best indicators of somebody that's going to live a long, happy life is that guy that goes into a, goes to the post office or goes into a coffee shop and they start a conversation with the person behind the counter yeah, and they care about people and they, they are helpful. Somebody drops something to help pick it up. Um, they found that those type of people are the ones that end up living the most long life. And I think that's interesting. And I think that we don't do enough to create spaces where people can interact and to, to enjoy each other's company. I think that's important. So, you know, there's a social component of what we're trying to do in the expansion too. Um, and a lot of details there. So, kind of couple what we're trying to do. Obviously, we have work to do. We have to create spaces to innovate. So we have places for engineers or designers. Um, we have places to assemble and manufacture products. We have places for um, strategy and thinking big and vision and long-term planning, all that stuff. But we also have quite a bit of space where people can come together. They can break bread together. They can have you know, a break, they can play some games, they can get, you know, have exercise and have a chance. There's a mile of walking trails behind this building. I don't know if you've used those yet. I've not. No, I haven't. <laughs> but you need to. It's... So, yeah, and we're going to create places where people can sit outdoors. We even will have some places where can, people could grill their own food and, um, you know, idea to get, get people kind of a whole, you know, kind of a whole experience where um, we're trying to tap in that human potential and unleash it. So that's kind of the big... 10,000 you know, foot view of what we're trying to do. We're trying to really make a place where people come to work and do amazing, great things and then end up healthier and happier as a result of it. Are you trying then to maybe on a smaller scale, try to make this a, a Google campus? Google where, yeah, well. meaning not, not <laughs> on that grand scale, but yeah. where you've got work and play and social ability all roll into one. Yeah, I think that's great. Uh, I think the thing is that you know, yeah, I think sometimes things are taken to a level that are counterproductive. I think if you end up creating environments and people aren't outside their comfort zone, for example, um, or the, you know, the isolation pods and sleeping pods, there's some things that just look a little over the top to me. And, <laughs> you know, obviously we're, we're also doing this on a budget. We do have a very competitive marketplace, so we do need to serve the customer and that's important. So yes, I, I would like to innovate. I'd like to do it differently than Google. My, my hope is that a lot of the things that we're doing just reinforces the desire of people to be closer to nature and to, uh, be good people and to have values that, uh, you know, keep our, 
our country strong and vibrant um, and free. So yep. there's a there's a little more um, texting I think in Saw Mark than Google, but <laughs> <laughs> no sleep. I didn't even know about the sleeping pods. Right? Yeah, I I don't know if that's in every Google campus, but they they were famous for having a whole lot of amenities that um, you wonder how that couples with productive work. But you know, each their own. It's their company. They can do it. The first job I had in radio, there was a house for rent right across the street. And I thought, how how cool would that be that I could rent this house and, and walk to work every day? And then I thought, well, no, because I don't want my employer to call me on a Saturday and say, hey, we need your help. Can you come in? That's true. They'll know if you're there or not. And so, so. I, yeah. So I, <laughs> oh yeah, because the, uh, the, the lights are on. And I thought the same thing of, of sleeping pods that... Oh, oh, you're yeah. you're here. Oh, in fact, dude, you're you just live here. on campus. You might as well yeah. just come on in. Well, and, we're we're hoping that people can get their work out in it and get a chance <laughs> to connect with their 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 friends and coworkers. But we also think that it's important that they live a good life with their yeah. family. Go and, home, yeah, go home, see your kids. <laughs> you know, somebody's got to read those kids and tuck them in. So we we want people to to have time for their families and and um, you know, you, there's a lot of things that brings a full life. We can't offer all of that, but we just want to provide. Uh, a little more access and convenience to do those things that will lead to a healthier, happier employee. And, you know, I don't, I don't know about you, but I don't want to spend all day around unhappy people. So yeah. I'd like to be at a place where everyone's, you know, pushing the boundaries that can be done and excited about the work and then can, you know, relax and have fun together. So, so talk about SoMark 3.0, talk about the expansion. What sure. is, what are you going to, to offer to your employees? And is any of this going to be available to the public? Great, great questions. Um, That's why I'm the host. Yeah, I good ask questions. The questions. Uh, yeah, very good questions. I couldn't come up with better questions if I tried. <laughs> um, I think um, so. You've break it down by a few few pieces. So one of the things that we really wanted to do on the on the wellness side, and I'll talk about that first. You know, um, we want a place where people could work out before after work. Um, and then we also wanted you know to make it fun, so people are likely to 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 do activities and it's fun. Um, we, we had a hard time figuring out how to make that work. And um, so we are probably one of the first times that a company has partnered with a wellness provider mm -hmm. to create a whole wellness center inside the building. So even though it's a separate company, we're going to have on location a, a wellness center that provides everything from um, physical therapy, chiropractic services, um, even massage um, and, and different um, treatments to keep people in motion. Um, you know, stay in emotion and, and if you have pain to get over that without harsh medications and surgeries, it would be ideal, yeah. you know? So that's really exciting that we're going to be able to offer some real professional, um, on location, um, some guidance to provide assistance to kind of lay out the right approach to exercise, uh, to provide some goals and hopefully give some guidance to like nutrition and things. Um, cause I, I believe that if you take care of your body by what you eat and staying active and exercising in an appropriate way, you can live a long life and hopefully not need very little, you know, expensive medical care, surgeries right. and, and drugs and stuff to keep you going. Um, so that's really exciting. We're going to be able to offer that. And I don't think there's a lot of companies that have that uh, accessible. That wellness center will be open to the public. Hmm. Um, a lot more details are coming about that in a few months. Um, but uh, yeah, during business hours, um, you know, to the, to the community here, people are coming to and from work or living here in Mansfield, they'll be able to come on location and have a whole host of, of great services to keep them well, um, which is great. Because of that, there's also some things that the employees have access to um, 
that are, isn't going to be available to public, but because we partnered with them, they kind of changed the game a little bit. We're going to have a sport court here for our employees. A sport court. A sport court. So De they define a sport court. They can play racquetball. They can play a basketball type game. There's a volley volleyball, which I believe is a volleyball type game in a, right. the court. And then we're we're going to have like a pickle, pickleball type game. The I was just going to say the fastest growing sport in the United yeah. States, pickleball. Now it's not going to be regulation because oh. the courts aren't exactly the same. Lines are a little different, but they'll okay. be able to enjoy a similar sport and, uh, you know, and play that game. So, you know, my hope is again, you get to be active, catch up with your friends, play, you know, be competitive um, and get, get healthy in a fun way. You know, we'll also have like a lot of folks will have, um, you know, cardio machines, we'll have weights, um, we'll have weight machines. But we're also in conjunction with the, the Wellness Center, um, and it's going to be called Get Wellness Co. is the company name. But Get Wellness Co. Um, is going to lead um, opportunities for classes for for um, yoga and other things that, that promote mindfulness. And one of the funny things about that whole mental health thing is it's so needed and we, we get, life is stressful. And I think having a chance for meditation and stretching and things like that is really useful. And a lot of the guys around here are, you know, really like a lot of former law enforcement, a lot of veterans, they're, right. they're men, men, right? These are tough guys. <laughs> But the funny thing is, I think the outdoorsman, the hunter, actually have a leg up on mindfulness. They, for what they like to do more than anything, is to get away from the noise and bustle of the city and immerse themselves in nature. I can and see have that. quiet, yeah. reflective moments on the regulars. They just don't see it as mindfulness. Um, but I think that they actually are taking the lead lead on mental health because they they have provided themselves access to nature and its amazing variety. There's got to um, be some serenity into uh, sitting in a blind by yourself out in the middle of nowhere, no phones, no, no internet yeah. of, of just you and nature. hundred percent. That's got to be uh, very zen full. Yeah. And, and it's funny because those two groups probably don't spend a lot of time talking, but I think they should. I think we should get some, some Zen Buddhists and some hunters <laughs> in a room together and talk about what it means to be one with, with the universe. <laughs> what else? Uh, so you've got the, the, the wellness center, a little bit of sports. Uh, yeah. I, I know you've got other stuff going on. All right. There. So we probably have one of the nicest uh, venue spaces now. It's good. It's, it's a cafeteria if you, for lack of better uh, term, but it's got a beautiful glass wall that overlooks nature. Uh, very spacious area. I think it can seat 250 people plus mm. um, comfortably for like banquet style dining or presentations. Um, so our plan is to to make this available to the public. Um, you know, if people want to rent it for a business event, um, for a trade event, or even the wedding venue. Um, we're going to be doing that partly because I think if you create something and you're not utilizing it fully, I think it's important to make it available to people that need it. Um, you know, with a commercial kitchen, commercial kitchen too. So yeah, we could have uh, you know a caterer could could use the space to use it for events. Hmm. Um, you know, so that's something also we're looking at doing. The, the kitchen, we're going to be experimenting with some um, on location dining, or I guess. Um, for employees, uh, we'd like to uh, have like a salad bar, a sandwich bar, you know, kind of self-serve thing. Um, you know, we are going to be offering, um, you know, healthy snacks. So like fruits and nuts and, you know, juices and, and smoothie bar. Um, we'd like to make that available to employees. So if they are busy and they haven't had a chance to, 
to get a healthy meal or a snack that they can and get back to work. And, you know, I will say this, we are going to continue to offer what by everybody wants salt, salty snacks and sugary snacks and, and, and drinks. Uh, we're going to offer that at market price, but that will help subsidize the healthy alternatives for everybody else. Oh my gosh, that yeah. is awesome. Because how many times you go to the grocery store and everything organic is twice as expensive yeah. And the 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 sweet sugary cereals are are super cheap. cheap right. And so if if a Coke at a vending machine costs you a buck, we'll sell a Coke for a buck. But if a uh, you know uh, you know a, a a mixed nut pack supposed to cost a dollar, we'll sell it for a quarter. So that's the plan is to try to change the economics on it so that people are incentivized to make the right choice. Again, we're trying to build it into the system so that people are making better choices, getting healthier and feeling better. Um, so that that's kind of Again, that's an area that we really want to experiment in and try to get something that really works well for everybody. That is a great mindset so, uh, of, oh, I, <laughs> I'm floored that you would actually take something healthy and make it inexpensive and 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 subsidize it with the the junk that uh, yeah. yeah sell two dollar uh, bags of potato chips. And, we probably would sell a lot more of the salty sugary stuff because it's just good and people and you watch know, your profits it. go through. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I think you know again we're trying to find ways to to be responsible. Um, you know we we do. We do want to provide as much good and service as possible and do it at yeah. as low cost as possible. But we do think it's important that people make conscious decisions. And then um, when they, they they do that, you know, hopefully little by little, they end up reaching for the healthier snacks more often. Oh, yeah. Part of the expansion, too, I noticed uh, as I drive around, which about once a week I do make a, a loop around the building, there is a there's a big patio out there. Right. Actually, yeah, I think we're going to end up having one of the nicest patios. We have an upstairs and downstairs patio. Okay. So the upstairs overlooking the cafeteria, we have a, a, a cafe, um, which will have coffee. We'll have, uh, we can offer happy hour. Um, you know, I, we're not going to have a liquor license, so it's going to be closed uh, for private events or somebody could get a, a license or temporary daytime day, but for day special lesson. events. Right. And I think it would be a nice place for people to kick back and, and relax um, after hours or, or whatnot. Um, but the patio is, a, there's a patio. It's a, actually a skybox. So it'll overlook um, the, caf the cafeteria um, area in the outdoors. And there's a patio, which creates a beautiful view of Mansfield. It's one of the nicest views I've seen in the city. And, uh, you know, for us, since we're in the optics industry and we have special guests that come visit, we want to have a place where people use our binoculars or spotting scopes, maybe even our night vision. So they get a chance to kind of use that for observation and product testing. Um, but we'll have seating out there, um, again, a, a place for people to get some sun, um, you know, and, and just get some fresh air. Underneath that, um, we'll have um, patio with outside seating covered. So they'll be in the shade and comfortable and in the warmer months. And then we're going to have grills and, um, a, you know, fry service and stuff so that we could, again, on location, make good, you know, um, good food. Yeah. Um, and that's going to be pretty neat. And outside the, the, the area, um, we're, there's going to be seating. There's going to be some, again, the trailhead for the hiking trail. Um, there's even, we have a line run for a fire pit. So if we want to do it in the evening, uh, get together and, and spend some time together. We'll have that. Also next to the cafe, um, there's going to be a rec area. 
And that's where we ping pong. Um, we'll have two ping pong tables, a pool table, seating area, and then we'll have like a uh, shuffleboard. And then we have two other rooms that will have uh, feature other things. Like, again, since we do a lot of things for law enforcement, um, for our law enforcement guests um, or employees, we'll have some simulation that goes over law enforcement training so they can see how our products are used to protect our law officers and so they can see that firsthand. So that's also kind of fun, but it's also very you know, useful to see what it's like to be a law officer. Your employees aren't going to want to go home. You're well, gonna, they're going to be you're forced gonna, to go home. You're going to have to rethink the pod thing. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, it's two in the morning. We're still playing shuffleboard. Yeah, at some point we're going to say, "Go see your families and spend time with your home." You know, at your home, take care of your your personal life too. But I, I do hope it's a place that people are proud of to call home. Um, I hope they come to work energized and excited, and I hope they have those moments after work where they can can catch up with some of the coworker, maybe somebody in the department, you know, that they'd otherwise never see. Right. Um, you know, and have those moments, and you know. I think that it could go a long way of creating a better work environment and, and a better, you know, I think the, the life work balance thing is a little misnomer. I know that's terrible to say. I think that we all work, we all serve, and the more that we can do, you know, good things and, right. and be a part of community is good. Um, when I'm not here, I'm doing other things, right? But when I am engaged with other people, it's nice to be able to share experiences and and work on our health and wellness simultaneously. So it doesn't feel like work. Um, it's life. Everything's life. L work's life. You know, things we do after work's life as well. We want to live as long and as happy and as productively as possible. And I think you, it's those things need to be in balance, but it's more of a fusion of those things. Yeah. That Everything's work. Life is work. Yeah. Whether it's family life or work life. I've never, ever regretted working hard. I've only regretted the times where I didn't fill, you know, those moments with something meaningful. So I, I think there's other people like that too. Sitting on a beach with a mai tai—that's meaningful work. That's mindful. That's a meaningful. That's okay. mindful. That's, that's mindful. Okay. That's becoming one with nature. Part of expansion. <laughs> well, actually, let's before we get into that. Uh, mm -hmm. When when do you think expansion 3.0 is going to uh, to be completed? Barring any other pandemics, supply chain issues, or financial crises, we should be finished in July. Um, we are uh, we are way past the you know estimated original time uh, that this project would take but I think we're getting very close um, currently they are you know the first first coat of paints up yeah uh, windows are being installed inside drywalls already up um, you know we are um, we have a lot of things in storage ready to come in so um, I think flooring is the next big thing that we're trying to do so uh, it's come a long way, but there's still a lot to do. So I'm, I'm holding my breath that we, we will be able to have it complete in July. And, you know, one of the things, if we can just get a firm completion date, um, we're going to make a big party for our friends and supporters. You know, we've had so much support from Mansfield, um, the city, the EDC, um, you know, TMAX helped us improve our manufacturing. Um, the universities, UTA, or, or uh, Mansfield Independent School District, they provided talent for us and helped us develop that. Um, it's been really a great experience being, you know, starting as a, a small company. And now we're, you know, we're the ones that are disrupting industries and bringing new technologies to the marketplace. And that's just so exciting to see. And to do that here in Mansfield, and this, again, we would like to give back some of that back. So we, we're, we're planning to have a big grand opening. We'd like to invite all our community brethren, other industries, um, other companies here in town 
um, that we've learned from, been inspired by, um, you know, the hospitals. It's just some, there's so many yeah. great people in this community, and we'd like to be able to hopefully get a chance to have a moment where they can um, enjoy themselves too and kind of see, um, you know, another experiment and, and trying to come up with something better. I don't know if this is the – I think it's a step. I don't think it's it's going to be the end all. I think we're, we're still very much – we have big ideas and big visions, and we'd like to do more. And another part of SoMark 3.0 that I wanted to mention as we as we wrap up this part of the interview is that Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio is actually moving about 200 feet down the road here into the new expansion. Which and makes sense. A bigger and better studio, and 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 I can't wait. I've actually been been online because uh, with every studio move. This is my second studio. This will now be number three as wow. I move down the road. Uh, I say down the road. It's actually just down the hall. Uh, becomes The studio becomes a little better than the than its previous uh, location. And and so, yeah, I, I've, I've been shopping and, and I'm really excited. I still don't know when I'm moving in, but... Yeah. Uh, I can't wait. Honestly... Steve, what you've done here with uh, Podcast Mansfield has been wonderful. It's that sense of community. It binds, uh, sharing that information and, and creating a sense of community and bringing people together. Um, you've done such a great job of that. And without you, there's just not a good source of news in Mansfield. You you are a voice. And uh, appreciate that. It's been really wonderful to see so many different people from all different backgrounds come through uh, the office. Go to your your, and it's so exciting to hear what who you're going to have on next and what you guys are talking about. Well, you had mentioned that you were out in the community one day and you meet somebody and they say, "Oh, you've got a really nice building." And you go, "Oh, well, how'd you hear about that?" And he goes, "I came in <laughs> to the podcast and and that I, yeah, I, I'm bringing in uh, you know four, five, six, maybe ten people a week." Yeah into this studio, but they have to go through your building to, to, to get to, yeah. to when, the studio. And your new location, they, they actually will have their own entrance, which is kind of sad for me because it was nice. Uh, you know, I, I come out of my office and you'd be walking and um, somebody I know very well would be there <laughs> or, or somebody I haven't seen in a while. And it's like, what are you doing here? And they said, well, you're coming here to see Steve and we're going to talk about this issue or this thing. And I was like, wow, this is so cool. What a sense of community you built. And then, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully people might be a little inspired about some of the things in the, the expansion 3.0 and, and try to imagine things that they could do for, for themselves, their own yeah. health, um, and happiness. And then if they're been honored with the opportunity to lead people, maybe they can help the people they lead live a happier, healthier life. I'm looking forward to it. The employees that I've talked to are really looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, all I can say is, is Thank you. That, Thank you. <laughs> uh, I open every show, as I mentioned earlier, with broadcasting from the Cellmark Studios. That's not in our contract. It is just my way, really, of saying... Thank you, James, for thank you for allowing me to be here. I'm the only person that works in this building that doesn't work for Cellmark, and my my gratitude with that is is enormous. And oh, I appreciate, appreciate you so much, and thank you for those kind words. So, that's great. Well, um, can I do the closing? Do the closing. This was live from the Selmark Studios. I'm here with Steve Cassio, and it's been a pleasure talking to Mansfield. Coming up next week on About Mansfield, we will talk in studio with yet another fine citizen from our community. 
You'll just have to tune in to find out who it is. As always, this is the place where you'll hear the latest Mansfield news, sports, and weather. Until then, don't forget to follow, like, subscribe, share, love, support this podcast. If you haven't already, so you never miss an episode, it's free and it's easy. Head on over to our website, aboutmansfield.com, and enter your email address right there on the homepage. We will never send you any spam. We promise. About Mansfield is recorded at Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio. Hosts, Steve Casillo and Colleen Daniel. Moment with the Mayor feature, Michael Evans. Science reporter, Dennis Webb. Methodist Mansfield News to Know, Angel Biasati. Mansfield Real Estate Market Update, Beth Steinke. Ask Terry Home Improvement, Terry Radswin. Cocktail of the Week, Brian Certain. Post-production editing, mixing, and mastering, Steve Casillo. We thank you all for listening. On behalf of the entire news team, I'm Steve Casillo, and this is About Mansfield.